0: right. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil.
1: All right, Mark's going to do the reading. Okay, the reading for the Gospel message, 28th week of Ordinary Time. Uh, It's the Gospel message according to Luke. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. The gospel, the word of the Lord. Praise yeah. to
0: you, Lord Jesus
1: Christ. Wow, okay. I know I know Keith had a lot to say about this. For sure. Uh, so let's, uh,
2: we'll just do a round robin get started. Uh, we'll start with Bill since. Uh, I don't really know. Don't have much. It's a short one. That's all yeah. I can say. <laughs> uh, I was. I was. I have a couple things that came to mind. Uh, in reading this, one is you know I was sick recently with the uh, uh, and and you know for you know so sort of kind of for a week I was like incapacitated, and now I'm healthy and strong again and I do feel like, I'm very thankful for that. And uh, um, but then the other the other thing that comes to mind was um, that this is the reading that they usually do at Thanksgiving or at least that I remember. The um, priests usually choosing for the Thanksgiving Day Mass, and and, um, uh, and I was telling Mark earlier that I have like conflicted feelings when on Thanksgiving I hear this because, uh, you know, in one sense, uh, you know, I'm at Mass on Thanksgiving, and so that's like, you know, oh, I'm kind of like the one, the one who came back to give thanks, but at the same time, um, there's a whole bunch of things in my life where I'm more like the other nine, where I just take things for granted, and and, um you know one of the things about giving thanks is uh, it's kind of like you have to you have to take a step back or like for me personally one of the virtues I struggle with is patience uh, I'm always like moving forward and doing stuff and and I never like stop and and count my blessings and 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 give thanks or you know, there's a bunch of things where if you just stop and you know, to and you know, consider someone else and, and and help with that. Or it's like I I feel like patience is is really important virtue, and it helps with this uh, Thanksgiving. Um, and then another thing this reading reminded me of was a few years ago I um I I would count my blessings, and I, I did this thing where at the end of the night before going to sleep I would um I would write down at least one thing that I was thankful for that somebody else did and uh and although I only had to write one thing as soon as I started thinking like you know if I focused my attention on on that like who I interacted with that day and and what happened and what I was thankful for the list was you know it was more than one obviously um but like if you just start with one you can realize that there's a bunch of things to be thankful for and um and uh, um, and it was a good habit to get into. Yeah. So those, are, those are my initial thoughts.
3: My wife and I do that every night when we say our prayers. We say three things we were thankful for. for the, That's a good exercise. For the day. Yeah. Yeah, a friend of ours started, a, started us on that 25 years ago. Yeah. We say the our Father, then three things we were thankful for. For
0: the day. That's a good, mm-hmm. a good way to end the day. Yeah. Been doing that for 25 years? Yeah, I would say about 25 years. Well, that's yeah. a really good habit.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I go to bed and she stays up till okay you know. <laughs> I've always gone to bed before. Maybe once a year it's me going after her. Usually Christmas Eve,
2: <laughs> I stay up later. Morning, so. uh, I see Phil joined us. Hello, Phil. Uh, hey.
4: Hey, guys, how are you? All right. how you Good
1: morning, Phil. Uh, just a quick uh, wrap uh, or uh, update about how you're doing down there from the storms and stuff.
4: Um, the, um, the storm did hit us, uh, but uh, we had about Sandy, Superstorm Sandy-like wind, about 60, 70 miles an hour. Um, we were not affected at all, other than the wind. Um, but we battered ourselves down. Uh, we have uh, slide sh- slide middle shutters, and um, we wrote it out. Nothing, nothing like what happened to those four souls in uh, on the west side. The interesting thing is that one time we were looking at uh, Punta Gorda, which is north of uh, Fort Myers, a little bit north of Fort Myers, but they got whacked. So uh, and my wife has an uncle and, um, uh, in uh, uh, in oh my gosh just stopped at Fort Myers and uh, he just lost uh, a boat dock but he did okay so everybody's safe on oh, my family so we're good so thank you for asking okay uh, comment on the gospel yeah.
1: message Phil it's, a, it's the me? one about it's the one about the ten lepers and
4: oh uh, yes yeah i have read the Gospel yeah yeah.
1: Go, ahead, yeah go ahead give us your give us your thoughts
4: um, when I read the gospel i i'm i I'm always big in the context of the Gospel, and um so we're in a situation where Jesus is apparently walking to Jerusalem and um And to be a leper, I guess, would have been probably the most corrupt, ugly uh, thing that uh, a Jew might experience. Uh, And they also associated um, something like leprosy, diseases, as uh, sin. And uh, so for a Jewish spectator the 10 lepers must've been the height of uh, sin and corruption. Um, and, you know, not taking into account their suffering, their uh, marginalization, they're um, their ostracized from society. Uh, they have to identify themselves as lepers to warn people to get away from them. I mean, that's beyond almost cruelty. It's beyond, um, beyond the loss of dignity. Um, so if you're, so if these guys are representing their sinfulness, this would probably be the worst condition anybody could have. And, um, and the thing is, is that they recognize Jesus as a possibly a healer. Although they didn't ask for healing, uh, they just asked for mercy. And um, so, and Jesus didn't say, I'm going to heal you. Uh, Jesus said, you know, go to the Pharisees and show yourselves to them. And um, so then, to me, I thought, well, maybe as they're walking to Jerusalem, they started getting ill. You know, so... Supposing you had, like, you know, no fingers or no nose as you're walking, your body's healing itself. Um, what a what an amazing miracle that, that must have been. And out of the ten, obviously the one saw or observed that he was getting healed, or maybe he was healed instantly. You know, that's not clear, but... And of the 10, he comes back. And, um, and, you know, he prostates himself. I mean, why would you get that level of detail? Not only did he prostate himself, he's also Samaritan. That's another, like, a bit of detail. I guess that's kind of a loop thing, the detail part of it. So, um, and he gives thanks and um you know going to what you're what you said about being grateful and thankful i mean i know all of us carry you know burdens we all carry our crosses and even in the light of carrying crosses um somehow we have to get beyond that and thank god because uh, jesus is is here to glorify god through himself and uh but what jesus gives us is hope uh and maybe that's all we ought to do is to be thankful for hope um for forgiveness for mercy for grace even if the life circumstances aren't so hot I know that one of the things that I saw on TV a lot down here is people being thankful to God for their lives. I mean, their their homes are destroyed. They've lost everything. They maybe they only have their clothes on their back. Maybe uh, they even lost somebody that's dear to them. And that in the same time they were praising and they were thanking God. They were witnessing, you know not in a Pentecostal way, you know, more like a, maybe a Catholic way of saying, you know, uh, we're grateful for being alive. And um, in a way it's kind of humbling. Um, you know, after the storm, I didn't lose the electricity. I, you know, I, you know, I just went about my business getting our food and down there, they don't even have—they didn't have access to food or water for so that first week, first couple of days, anyway. But and some amazing stories of survival where there shouldn't have been survival. Um, so it humbles me to to have gratitude, and so I guess the gospel is about faith. Um, asking for mercy and getting it even under the worst conditions you're getting mercy and grace and and like you said Keith, to be thankful i you know sometimes we take our sight for granted um the resources we have for granted um
2: yeah that reminds and,
4: me uh, oh. yeah like, i think that's about it But it's amazing to me that Christ encountered them and had mercy on them. And it also brought back, you know, if you guys have seen The Chosen, that encounter between the leper and Jesus was absolutely moving. Because I think from a spiritual sense, we all have different levels of leprosy. I know that when I go to receive communion, I go as a leper. And um because I don't even know some apparently there are sins that I've commit that I don't even am aware of. So I know you said lack of patience, well I've got anger, I got frustration, and that's the you know that that's sort of like things that I need to control. Not control, actually surrender and leave it and leave it to Christ for grace to help me. Yeah.
2: yeah that that reminds me of um uh so I listened to Bishop Robert Barron's um homily on on this reading and and uh something that uh you're touching on there about the humility of you know that we all have um kinda like these you know defects, you know, from <coughs> original sin that uh that you know um are like our leprosy and, and uh and, and so there's what he was saying was that you know, the, the number one sin uh, was, was pride and, 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 you know, kind of the antidote to that is humility. And so, we, that's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, so, like, our infirmities, all of our, our leprosies are actually, uh, you know, allowed because they help us overcome that sin of pride. You know, they, we do rely on God for, for, for everything. Uh, you know, if we're healthy and strong all the time uh we would you know maybe be more likely to fall into the the sin of pride and so um so the the, the lepers uh like ourselves are are humbled and then there's an additional uh humility of then you know, going back and giving and giving thanks um uh, uh but that's one of the things that that r- reminded me of like I know that when i'm like physically sick and I have like mental problems also and and then I get a respite from it, and when i when I get into that respite, I'm always like, uh, you yeah, know, I definitely am like it's like it's a grace from God, I know that uh that like all of a sudden there's kind of a uh uh you know the 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 burden is lifted, and I do thank god um for 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 those for those times um, uh that's one of the things that, uh remind me another thing when you were talking, Phil, about the lepers uh uh, walking back is, um, when Jesus told them to go show themselves to the priests, that's what like in the Old Testament, um, when someone is, uh, that's what the lepers who are cured are supposed to do. Uh, I, I forget, there's there's something about like, if you get cured from leprosy, you're supposed to go show yourselves to the priests. And, uh, and so, like, I've heard this reading at Thanksgiving a lot, and sitting in the pews, I'm always like... Like those other nine lepers, they uh, they're just doing what Jesus told them. You know, he, he told he told them to go show themselves the priest, and they keep going. You know, if I was walking down the road and I got healed, I, and I'd be like that guy who just he told me to go this way. I'm gonna keep going until I get to the priest and show myself to them. So you don't actually know it's in the hearts of the uh, the other nine lepers, but um, you know, uh, hopefully that they they eventually did give thanks.
4: Yeah, yeah, good point. Hey, Bill, no baseball metaphor?
3: Baseball metaphor. I actually watched games last night. I don't follow baseball anymore.
4: Yeah, last uh, week's um, (laughs) uh, Men's Faith, uh, you had a metaphor for baseball, which I thought was was really spot on.
3: quoted Tommy Lasorda and Rogers Hornsby. Yeah, that's right.
4: (laughs) Yeah. What were those
3: questions? Yeah. um, Uh, uh, Phil, I'm going to repeat them again. Keith, Keith wasn't, you weren't at them? Yeah, I wasn't there. Okay, Roger Hornsby. Was it Hornsby or Ted Williams? I can't remember. Gr- great baseball players are not born, they're made. Practice, fault correction, and confidence. Now, isn't that our Christian journey? <laughs> yeah. Practice, fault correction. Yeah. And the, third, the the second one was Tommy Lasorda, He said... There's three types of ball players: players who players who make it happen, players who watch it happen, and players who wonder what happened. <laughs> and then our Christian journey also in a way. Right? Some guys make it happen, right? Yeah, sure.
2: Any field Yeah, I, I do feel like yeah. the people who make it happen. I, I I do. I always think it is a grace from God. That's like right. God working through them. You're describing Walter. It sounds like he made things happen. Right. <laughs> he brought thank peace you Bill. back
1: to, he brought peace back to the council I'm
4: glad you're okay, uh, Keith. oh yeah,
2: yeah, good, yeah, it's just a respite though. I'll be sick again at some point.
4: <laughs> yeah Maybe.
3: my fellow breeder had it three times Oh yeah it three times.
4: Yeah, I know that uh, the, the whole concept of perseverance, I think, is so important for us not to give up, uh, no matter what the burden is. I mean, if if you're a leper, what, what sense of hope do you have for recovery? You know, uh, the only thing that's going to happen to you is get worse. everything gets worse. Yeah. But... Um, You know, they were showing, to me, an act of faith, hope, and they received, in in response to that, they received some relief. But certainly, in terms of the gospel, um, you know, that relief was immediate, and it was unbelievably striking. So maybe things aren't that dramatic for us in our lives, but... uh, We kind of need to recognize some of the grace that we have from God that's given to us. But um, so, like you said, uh, Bill, it's a question of practice and perseverance, determination.
3: Correction.
2: Fault correction.
4: Yeah, self-correction. Fault correction.
2: I was going to read from these Bible commentaries, unless uh, Steve or Bill, do you have any other thoughts mm-hmm. on the gospel? I just have
0: one, um, that, uh, you know, the leper was a Samaritan, and uh, that's not, uh, that was pretty low, coupled with being a, le- a leper, uh, and um, Jesus says your faith has, has uh, healed you, Um and I was look, just looking at the second reading, and um, and the and the first reading, and it seemed like the and it, it's something that we know that uh, you know a, a Hebrew was somebody who was very tuned into his lineage, you know, tracing his family all the way back to Abraham or or David or or Adam, um, but the. Uh, the leper gets healed by his faith, and he's not even really a Hebrew. He's an outcast. Even, even without his leprosy, he's an outcast. And it just seems to me that Jesus, uh, through his whole ministry, just overturns uh, a lot of tables, uh, and it's basically boils down to... He says, it's not your DNA that saves you, it's your faith that saves you. And I think we should be grateful for that, because... I don't have any DNA that traces myself back to abraham or 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 David, okay, so, but I think this is the uh, the, the opening up of uh, or or the the reaching out of uh God to the entire world you know? yeah one of the
2: things uh, uh Uh, I'm trying to think here. I lost it. You said something that made me think of something. I don't know. i tell you, when I look at this reading, I think, you know, I, I know what it's like to be really down and out. And, and, and as Bill has said, you know, Jesus had pity on us.
1: And, you know, the human mind's working. And, and you know, these guys, they're lepers, man. And, and they know that people... You know, are, are looking down on them. They're, you know, they're, and they're really having a tough time, and, and they just, they, they, they just want to be healed. They, you know, they, want some relief. And then Jesus says, "Go show yourself to the priest." And I can only imagine I would be in a panic. And I think these, these lepers are like, "Say, go to the priest." I mean, well, the, the, you know, nobody, you know, we're lepers, you know. But he's saying, "Go to the priest," because Jesus already knew what he was going to do. And so, if you, if you notice, it was is as they were going, they were cleansed. So, the, the, but his whole reason was Jesus wanted to show the miracle to the priests, those that are sitting, you know, upon high.
2: Yeah, and that's kind of what I would think I was going to say was that uh, you know, he doesn't say when he when he says your faith has healed you. It's only I think when the leper comes back and gives thanks, he explains what happened by saying your faith has saved you. But but uh, when they when they ask for mercy, and he says, "Go show yourselves to the priest," that, that is it, it. It is their faith that saves them because they believe that what he said to them is true, and so they and they follow what he said. Right, they, and they follow what he said.
1: And again, it, you know, the human mind saying, you know, I'm I'm looking for healing. What's have to go to the priest? You know, because they they maybe they were thinking, oh, the the priests are going to do something or whatever. But the priests don't really want to see him because they're lepers. You know, really down and out. But but Jesus, that was the miracle. And then, as you said, Keith, the the, the, the great thing was when the Samaritan, who was you know the lowest of the form, they, they you know Jesus refers to him as a foreigner because you know they were they were treated so badly. So you know that's 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 people living amongst us here. You know they, you treat them like a foreigner. And and the, and then he explains, you know, what happened was, you know, as he said, and, and Keith will. We'll, we'll, we'll further on that with the, uh, the scripture. With
2: the, uh, uh, yes, I'll read a couple commentaries here. It'll probably, I'm sure, a bunch Art. of things. Okay, how Hard stop. Okay, see
1: There's a printout for anybody who comes oh, now. to good. One key thing. So, so oh, they say, what? what is that? There it is right there. I'll bring, the, fo- I'll
3: bring the photo album too next time. Uh,
1: see you tomorrow, right?
3: Installation? Yep. Okay. See you a couple weeks. Right. Yeah, I'll see you, man. You All right, cool. Bye, guys. Yeah. Take care.
1: All, right, All right, enjoy your, enjoy your breakfast there, fellas. I'll, so, I'll so. sit next to your former boss. <laughs> oh, All right, so
2: and the coast <laughs> is clear. i glad, you tested negative. I'll tell
1: him I just saw you. All right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're the, yeah, go on. You're, you're approved.
2: All right, you're approved. So, so uh, I was gonna read a couple commentaries here. Uh, it'll probably. Um, I think we said a bunch of stuff that it would probably be in here. So here's what one of the commentaries says. It says, uh, The prescription to the lepers to show themselves to the priest is found in Leviticus chapter 14. Uh, The most common route for Jews in Galilee to go to Jerusalem was through the Jordan Valley. Although cutting down through Samaria was not impossible, most Jews preferred to avoid Samaritan (coughs) territory. Um... Did Jesus ever set foot in Samaria? Verse 11 can be translated through the region between Samaria and Galilee. Passage is solely Lucan material and shows Luke's proclivity to highlight the faith of the social outcast over that of the established insider. Both Jews and Samaritans compose this group of lepers. Both are society's outcasts and therefore they associate with each other. Luke's eschatological vision comes into focus with emphasis on faith in verse 19. Jesus instructs the Samaritan leper not that his faith has cured him, but that his faith has saved him. The leper is not only saved from his leprosy, but gains eternal salvation, all from faith. The connection of faith with salvation occurs throughout Luke's Gospel, as we have seen with the woman in the house of Simon the Pharisee, the cure of the hemorrhaging woman, and even at the cross. Um, yep, so that commentary focused both on the, uh, the, um, the Samaritan-ness and the outcast of lepers, which we talked about, and also the, um, the, the importance of, of faith. Yeah, well, and there you go, that big tapestry
1: of life, Keith, that you turned me on to, there it is right there. Good. You know, Again, it was, this idea of being a leper and being cured was was part of the life's process but Jesus said in the big picture your faith has saved you you're going to have eternal life also and that that's the big deal right there and again there it is, big picture Jesus knows what he's doing so just walk by faith big tapestry it, 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 it plays out as it plays out there you go
0: did you get a haircut
2: Steve?
1: yes I did, okay. at last
0: I was way overdue. Okay. Uh,
2: So, then I was going to read another commentary here. Um, uh, This one says, uh, at the end of his Gospel, St. John tells us that if everything Christ did during his brief earthly life were written down, the entire world would not contain the books. We can infer, therefore, that many of Christ's miracles were not recorded in the New Testament. Why did St. Luke include this one? Clearly because of the lesson that Christ teaches us by it. The ugliness of ingratitude and the beauty of gratitude. The ten lepers had no hope but Christ. Even their closest relatives dared not come near them. They were required to live in isolated colonies, and if they had to travel, the law obliged them to ring a bell wherever they went, shouting, unclean, unclean to warn people of their approach, which is why they address Christ from a distance. On top of that, they had to live with the repulsion of their own decaying bodies. The pain and the stench of leprosy are almost unbearable. Leprosy was a long, humiliating, and dismal agony, the most horrible of ancient diseases. Jesus frees these ten lepers entirely from their hopelessness and dread, and only one comes back to thank him for it. And that one happens to be a Samaritan. The Samaritans were the arch enemies of the Jews, racially and religiously. We are all moral lepers. The human race was infected with mortal selfishness by original sin. Christ saved us not with a mere command, but by his incarnation, life, suffering, and painful death on the cross. How many of us render him sincere, heartfelt thanks for all he has done for us? Not to live with an attitude of gratitude towards God is more than being impolite. Ingratitude is ugly because it's positively unjust. Gratitude, on the other hand, is one of the most beautiful flowers in the whole garden of virtue. It directly contradicts self-centeredness, self-indulgence, and self-absorption. It builds bridges, unites communities, and softens hearts. It encourages and inspires. Cuts through discouragement and counteracts depression. It opens the soul to the truth and real and releases anxiety. It brings smiles and gladness wherever it blooms. What a pity that it is as rare as it is lovely. I thought that. And so that that commentary focused on the Thanksgiving part it was really
4: interesting. Yeah, you know I mean Jesus was that example, right? I mean. God and man lowered himself to be one of us to suffer incredible humiliation debasement i mean um, i i 'm um, on a prayer line rosary prayer line and um, i i really um in terms of preference i really like the sorrowful mysteries but i mean the cruelty of jesus what jesus went through uh, and not speaking you know he did not open his mouth in defense but uh at the time of crucifixion he was stripped naked after being scourged after he was crowned with thorns after he was um uh, totally um, running on empty. They took his clothes off, hung them across a the back for three hours. You know, it, 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 it's incomprehensible um, for me in terms of what he went through. You talk about humility, my goodness my you know. Uh, How can we not be grateful and, um, you know, to try to, uh, walk our life, uh, in hope, uh, and in faith. So, so Jesus really taught us humility, uh, as an exemplar. I, you yeah. Know,
2: I, well, just a thought. I think uh, Bill was saying earlier that uh, every night, him and his wife, they pray and and, and recall three things they're thankful for. I feel like that's I got to start doing something like that. I feel like because I like I was mentioning earlier, there was a time period when I did that, and it's true. You know, it really is. Uh, it helps combat all those things of you know. Because the other thing is. Like, this commentary I just read said that gratitude, you know, combats a bunch of things like self-absorption and stuff like that. And, and it does, because, uh, uh, like, you know, I I think of things I'm thankful that other people did for me. You know, like, and, and yeah. Um,
4: you know. yeah, 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 I actually find this, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So it goes from this very detailed gospel message about actually went on. You can see how you expand and and you end up with the big tapestry, or that you know the, the 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 long tapestry of life that you know we have this particular instance here, and you know they go from being lepers to being cleansed to uh, uh, showing you know Jesus showing the Samaritan that hey your faith yeah. has saved you into eternal
4: life. So, yeah. Uh, you know that, that, that's that that that's just it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Yeah. So. Yep. But it takes
1: you know when when you think about it, it, it takes a session like this to actually read it, let it soak in, analyze it, and and be able to talk about it And again with the support of scholars that are that that talk about the message and and what's actually going on here. And then you say, "Hey, yeah, and, and what Keith said, be thankful," and, and that's something, and that'll pull you right out of depression. I know I feel better already because I'm thankful yep. for 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 many things, and it's like yep.
4: it's good, it's, it's good. So there you go. Well, I've always said that I am grateful and thankful for you guys to share the to have this opportunity to talk about our faith um it only strengthens me um both here and obviously in the men's uh faith group sure does you know we don't walk alone and
1: uh um, yeah, you know and I'm sure
4: go ahead go ahead Mark no
1: I just I just did not want to take this for granted because I know when uh when Keith got sick I was kind of lost because it's like you, you know we we didn't have Uh, you know, our our, our podcast, I remember last week Bill showed up, Steve showed up, and and, and like I was in a, I don't want to say a panic, but it's like, gosh, you really realize what a good uh, instrument this is here, and then, you know, when you don't have it, uh, you know, you you, you can see what an impact it does, and then then to come back and be able to be healed, uh, you know, Keith wasn't a leper, but he had COVID, you know, and, and so he was healed, and, uh, and, and, and that's a good thing. Go ahead, Phil, what you were saying.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I know um, one of the things that I miss a lot is uh, the Bible study that, that um, I had with, um, in St. John's with Jane McGinnis. Um, I have not been able to find a Bible study group and uh, experience that that I had at St. John's. And I always said, never take that for granted. Um, and um, I certainly am grateful to, to you, uh, Keith Mark, for doing this. Um, so anyway, so thanks for that. So I, it's almost like to take every opportunity that you have to um, experience people um, you know, uh, just to share your faith with them. Uh, it's because it strengthens you. It helps you. Helps me, uh, for sure. You know, you went through that reading, that um, that um, that reflection. Uh, uh, I didn't get all of it, um, but obviously. You know, there's that common theme of faith, perseverance, um, and approaching God. And how do we approach God? You know, we approach God through Jesus Christ. Um, you know, um, what what kind of life would we have without Christ? Where would be our level of hope without Christ? I mean, it's inconceivable to me. Um, I think that a lot of the people that went through North um, Indian were praying. In that moment, they were thinking, without Christ, where's hope? Where do you turn for hope? Um, so anyway, uh, I certainly in the storm, just like where the apostles were, and they saw Jesus, they were given hope they had hope uh in the midst of the storm, at least certainly that's what Jesus was trying to tell them. but look at our human frailty, you know, even the apostles who went through that storm and they saw Christ walking on the water. Seeing him command the water and the storm, even having that experience, over time, the world, um, you know, bore down on them, wore them out to the point that they didn't have full faith, you know, um, until obviously the Spirit came on them that, uh, that Sunday. But, um, I mean, if I see somebody walking on water, calming the storm, how would I not have faith, you know, uh, what's the right word I would say, to follow him to death? I don't know. I mean, I think that's the message, is it not? To follow him unto death, to death.
2: Yeah, I also feel like... uh you were mentioning earlier about uh what it was like what it would be like to not have jesus to to not have the hope that uh uh that comes uh from you know, faith in him and uh and i remember a period of my life when i was had fallen away and, and 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 uh so i kind of remember what it was like and and yeah it's 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 it's, it's not yeah you know, it's not it's not good uh but, uh, yeah. um, uh like, I, it also reminds me that, um, you know, so the leprosy is like a symbol of, of sin and stuff, and, and so we're all sinners, and so we all kind of have gone through, I feel like, those, those periods where we're, uh, 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 you know, far from God, and, uh, and, and I, I feel like, you know, it's like everyone has to go through periods like that in order to, um, to to um uh you know recognize what a gift it is from God you know um, yeah
4: um yeah
2: I agree with
0: that wholeheartedly I was just thinking uh when your life is going um, between the guardrails you don't have nothing's too bad and nothing's too good and you're just coasting along it's hard to unite your mind with And and, and that's why we have religious disciplines, like keeping the Sabbath, going to Mass on Sunday. And you're just staying in between the guardrails. Most of the time, you're not thinking about Christ. Um, You're not thinking about spiritual things. You do it periodically, just to keep you on track. But then, when your life takes a left or a right-hand turn... You're forced into thinking. Hopefully, not in all cases, but you're forced into thinking about Christ, and you're forced even into into coming to Him like the leper and saying, "Have pity on me."
1: We all you know? know it. We all go yeah. there. We don't have to be lepers.
0: And then, unfortunately, well, you know, fortunately, maybe it's fortunate. I say I start out by saying, "Unfortunately," but maybe it's fortunate that. Uh, that we're forced by suffering to unite with God, and we see this in the saints all the time. They take they 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 are grateful for their pain and suffering, you know, mm-hmm. because it
1: that's what mm-hmm. unites with the Christ, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. how the, the the pity comes about. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if it's all therapy puppies and unicorns and stuff. <laughs> there's
4: service done, yeah, there's, there's, there's the thought that, well, you know, what, um, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's okay, you know, I, I wonder how those, uh, I, can you imagine being those lepers that have been cured? what their emotions were at that time over a period of time? You know, um I can't imagine the joy that they had. Um and they were redeemed. I know that I've had experiences with confession. When I walk out I feel like I lost a hundred pounds.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well uh I, I know every time I could go to confession, it just lifts a burden. It's just you're right. The weight that you carry of guilt and shame and, and whatever else.
4: Mm. Yeah.
1: Good. yeah. And again, when you know, you know, the nine other lepers, yep. never really knew what Christ fully did. They knew they were healed, but it was the Samaritan who came back and was able to find out that, hey, it's your it's your faith that saved you. Turn of life, and it's even going to get better for them now. And, and that's what the Samaritan was able to hear from Jesus. And the other nine, you know, never knew, because they, you know, they were so happy and went about their way, but had they come back, they, they, they could have seen even more of the glory of God, you yeah. know, having, having been with Jesus and saying, hey, the healing was 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 a small part in the in the in the big tapestry. So yeah.
0: Well, I wonder if the if the leper, uh, I mean, you know, we don't know about the rest of the history about the individual leper, but uh, you know, there was two things going on. One is the physical healing, and the other one is the salvation. You know, and, and which one's better? You know, it's the salvation. Mm-hmm. I, mean, maybe, I wonder if, if the leper had a, a, a realization that the better part of that was his salvation. Um, oh, beyond, we'll beyond the healing yeah,
1: salvation. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: And that, I, that's I, really
4: I, a good point. I mean, because it's the Samaritan who prostates himself, I, you know, and to me, that really was a, an act of recognition. Um, that uh, this really was driven by by God, um, a miracle, and uh, I could, as you were saying that, I think if I were to if I were to think, who would be a a disciple of Christ after that particular miracle? It would have been that Samaritan. Yeah, because it, he recognized where it came from. And uh you know not not to pass judgment on the other nine, I'm sure that they were grateful, but there was something special about the Samaritan coming back to prostrate himself and to give thanks and um, yeah uh, yeah, but thank you for for that that was a good that that was a something I had not thought of.
2: Well, do you guys want to wrap it up now? We can okay. we could say some prayer intentions and.
1: Um. Yeah, well, I would just like to throw out prayer intentions by thanking, uh, th- being thankful that Keith uh, got over his uh, his bout here with his COVID and things, and, and he's he's, he's yeah. now looks you know better than ever, and, and to everybody that that, that helps and, and, and is supportive and uh, says the prayers.
2: I also give thanks for being uh, healthy, oh. healthy and strong again. No.
4: Okay. Oh, go ahead, Bill. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, my wife. Uh, I guess it was Wednesday. You know, my wife has lupus, and um, she fights that every day. Um, she struggles with it every day. Um, but uh, she, we went out. A matter of fact, we went out. I think it was uh, Wednesday or Thursday. The blessing of the animals at our church. So we decided to make a date of it and took our dogs to get blessed. But on the way back, my wife going into the house and I was was, uh, getting stuff out of the car, fell and uh, hit her head on a, um, I'm gonna call it a step, uh, the threshold to the house. And um, when I came around the car to see her lying on the ground, Um, I mean, the, the, the first moment was, oh my, you know, I said said something else, but I went to her and, um, luckily all she had was a a bad, uh, bruise on her face, her leg and her arm uh, on the left side. And to think that it could have been much, much worse. And I am grateful for that. I'm going to call it a miracle. Because to see her lying there uh, at that moment, uh, I thought something really, really bad had happened. And uh, so I had a moment of appreciation and gratefulness that it wasn't worse than what it was. So um, every day I pray for my wife to get better. But it's not a question of better. It's just to give her the strength to carry on. And I think she knows that because there's no cure for lupus. So it's only managing pain. And um, uh, lupus is a very um, uh, kind of debilitating kind of uh, disease. And uh, over time... Not only because of the disease, but also the medications that you take for it to manage it, uh, really messes you up. And uh, my wife walks in grace uh, and in faith, and I am grateful uh, that this particular event it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Uh, never mind the storm a week earlier. So I do have a lot to be grateful for. So. Anyway, I thank you, by the way, guys, for also praying for her over over, over time. So, anyway, I don't I don't mention it as a special intention uh, when we do the men's faith group because I think that um, you pray for everybody, uh, and we pray for all of all of us in you know in all of our intentions and our hearts. So, anyway, so just wanted to share that with you.
1: Good, Phil. Very, very good. Yeah, and, and we're thankful that your wife's feeling better, and that you know we yeah. caught the tail end of the, of, the, of the windy and raw weather. Yeah, we did have the blessing of the animals, you know. And I thought it was going to be canceled because we originally had it scheduled for Saturday. The weather was so bad they did, but they actually had it on the on the feast day, which is October the fourth, a Tuesday this year. Next year it'll be on a Wednesday, and we were able to do the blessing. Uh, and it was it was a privilege to see Keith and his sister there with their dog, and there were pictures taken. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, we we had a sponsor, so there there you go. Uh, how how ironic had we not had it? And you're in the state where the where the hurricane actually hit, and you guys went through with the blessing. So that's a that's a blessing yeah. of, of itself.
2: Yeah. yeah. Any, uh, Steve any any intention
0: yeah I would like to pray for uh, some friends of mine that are uh, battling cancer uh, for Mark yourself uh, also uh, John yeah. Mac- John McLern and uh, Tom Santa Paul and my friend Ruth who who, who also has lupus uh, and uh, Yvonne who has cancer um, and I'm thinking about these people I'm also very grateful.
2: I right. have uh, some special intentions for, uh, for my coworker Harvey, who has uh, a problem with his eye. I think it's like macular de- degeneration. And also uh, his wife, who <coughs> um, had, was in the hospital with like a cyst recently. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, so all of our you know, family and friends and and uh and also our you know our enemies and stuff like the people in russia <laughs> yep. um, yeah
0: yeah let's pray yeah. for the conversion of our enemies
2: to yeah. christ yeah the conversion the conversion of sinners such as ourselves <laughs> um all right um uh